Well, you've heard me mention before that I grew up in Michigan, and I grew up loving and living the outdoors. Boy, how times have changed. Nick Rafko and I used to be at 12 years old, 13 years old. We would go out overnight, multiple nights, canoeing down the river, staying on the islands, pitching tents, catching fish. What a different world it seemed to be back then. We loved it. I, Michigan was a, a place for, for the lover of the outdoors. And the reason I bring that up is because today is a memorial that probably few of you know about. Today is the anniversary of one of the most tragic shipwrecks in the history of the Great Lakes. Few people realize that the Great Lakes actually can get much rougher than the ocean because it's shallower water with reefs and it causes more higher waves. Well, the Edmund Fitzgerald was a freighter, the biggest of, the, of its kind in 1975 on this date, November the 10th. Um, was shipwrecked. It was memorialized, you might remember, in the song by Gordon Lightfoot. Um, and it says, the legend lives on from the Chippewa on down from the big lake, of the big lake they call Gitchigumi. That's Lake Superior. And it says, the lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. And it really was a hurricane. It was a, a tremendous storm like they've never seen. And the, the, um, uh, the freighter was loaded with iron ore coming from Wisconsin down to Detroit. And I remember, you know, as a kid being in the Michigan grade schools and they would play that song and, and it, just, it was just so uh, moving. And, and I think it's almost fitting that the, the, the 29 men that died, in fact, part of the other song, the other lyric on the song is in a musty old, old hall in Detroit, they prayed in the Maritime Sailors Cathedral and the bell rang and it chimed, the bell chimed and it rang 29 times for each man aboard the Edmund Fitzgerald. And it, it really was, it's, it's, a, it's a little place I, I used to go, I've been there because I went to St. Anne's, which is the first church in Michigan, and near there is the, the Maritime Sailors Cathedral. And so I went there and I remember how surreal it was, and especially since we've, we're in the month of November, which is praying for the dead, and we just finished the octave of All Saints Day, so remembrance of the dead is so important. And I'm thinking of these guys today, this is crazy. I'm probably the only priest in the world right now that's offering this mass for the 29 men that died aboard the Edmund Fitzgerald. Why would I do that? Because odds are they weren't prepared. Odds are they weren't prepared. And it, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, are we prepared that we could go at any moment? These were tough, strong, rugged men. You ever see their pictures? I mean, these guys were men. These guys were not expecting to die. I mean, it's different as you're laying on your bed with cancer and, and you, know, um, you know, in your twilight years, that's, that's, there's preparation time. But these guys are in their 20s. They're, they're not expecting that when they left the harbor that they would die. And, um, and but so why would God allow that? Why would God allow this? And um, in fact, another line of the song says, um, does anybody know where the love of God goes when the waves turn the minutes to hours? And it's, it's fascinating because you, when you meditate on that, why would God allow this? Now, the first thing we have to realize is this was a hurricane. It was a, it was a hurricane west wind. They said the, 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 the winds were over 60 miles an hour. The waves were 25 feet. 
and it actually split the freighter in half, they believe. And what, what people say is, well, why would God allow that? Well, sin is so tragic that it, not, it just doesn't affect your judgment and my judgment. Sin actually today affects the order of God's universe. God's universe, the harmony, the order of God's universe is disrupted by sin. And so, you know, they, the U.S., uh, what do they call it, the Geographical uh, um, Committee or uh, whatever it is, Commission, um, talks about the weather patterns are stranger now than they've ever been in, in the hum history of humanity. The number of uh, typhoons and hurricanes and storms and earthquakes, it just seems like every day, if there's not a man-made tragedy like a shooting, there seems to be some kind of a natural <clears throat> tragedy, some kind of a disaster. Sin is the result. Even a hurricane is the result of our sins. Every time we sin, we put disorder into God's universe. Disease, suffering, death is all the disorder in God's harmony of his universe that is caused by our sins. Now, that doesn't mean that God's punishing us. God has to allow it. Now, why? Why would God allow sin and tragedy? <clears throat> well, I'm going to do a new talk. I'm going to be out. This week, I'm at the Padre Pio Shrine in Pennsylvania, and then the following week, and I'll be in San Diego. I'm going to be doing a new talk on this because it's really made me think in this, this month of the Holy Souls. You know, first of all, God has to allow. God, God does not want suffering and death. In his, his ordained will, he does not want it. But in his permissive will, he allows it. Why? Because God, in the greatest gift he gave us, and what is the single greatest gift God gave us? Free will. Free will. And so in our natural state now, in grace, it's the incarnation and the, and the redemption uh, through Christ. But in our natural state, what is the greatest gift? Free will. But when God gave us free will, he took the biggest risk. God took a huge risk that by giving us free will, that, th that we would, there would be a chance that we would turn against him and our neighbor. So when he gave us free will, he had to allow the opportunity for us to make choices. Otherwise, we're robots. Okay? We're robots. So giving us free will, he had to give us the ability to choose. And with that comes the risk that we're going to turn our back on him and our neighbor. It's not what God wants. And when we do, we have the result of things like sin, suffering, death, disease, and hurricanes, and the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Now, why would God still allow this? Well, another reason is because he wants to show his mercy. If we didn't have tragedy, if we didn't have suffering and we didn't have death, would we need God? No, I mean, we would have everything we need, so we would think. God allows us to experience what it's like to be separated in sin so that we hopefully will wake up. That's the whole point of the illumination of the conscience which many <clears throat> uh, mystics have been telling us about will be coming. St. Faustina talked about the illumination of conscience, so we do believe it's, it's coming. And that is we know our sins so that we can know God's mercy is greater. 
I just met somebody, um, I was uh, traveling doing a visitation, and um, uh, before I left, I was downstairs this first Saturday here at the shrine, and we had a packed house, praise be to God, and somebody came up to me and said, Father, um, you know, just down the road up in here in a neighboring town is a friend that hasn't been to confession in 40 years. And this person has not been to confession for 40 years because they participated in a grave sin years and years and years ago. And they're very afraid if they come to confession, the priest is going to beat them up. And I said, I'll tell you what, you tell this person that you name the date, the time, I will be there. I mean, as long as I'm in town. And I will be there to hear their confession because he can, I can promise you, and please tell this man, that all he's going to hear in that confession is love. God's mercy is greater than any sin. No matter what sin we have committed, any sin, God's love is greater. And so in the confessional, what did we just read in this passage? We read about confession. I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Do you want to be bound? No. You want to be loosed. You want to be freed. That happens in the confessional. Who's Christ talking to? All non-Catholics say he didn't mean the apostles. He meant himself. Jesus was not talking to himself. He was not looking in a mirror and said, whose sins you forgive are forgiven. Whose sins you retain are retained. He was not talking to himself. He was giving the authority to the men of the church. And when we come to confession, I pray that you always have a priest that love and mercy. The time for correction, there is a time for correction. But I don't do it in the confessional. That's the time for mercy. Where you hear me with the time of correction or on the Saturday talks and the homilies. But in the, in the, in the confessional, it's time for mercy the tribunal of mercy. And it's not just for the forgiveness of sins. I always point to Vinnie Flynn saying, in the confessional, Jesus told St. Faustina, it's not just the forgiveness of sins, but it's healing, it's education, so that you can understand how to change your life. And so in the confessional, we are freed of this sin, this sin that causes such pain and tragedies and even disorder to the universe like hurricanes. And the final reason that God allows it, even though he doesn't want it, is because in our sin, a lot of times we have suffering. Now, you can do two things with your suffering. You can either reject it and curse God, or you can offer it up as a recognition that this is the consequence to my sin. What did Job do? What was Job's understanding that my suffering is a result of sin, even though he was a righteous man, was Job bearing the responsibility suffering of his own sin? Uh-uh. Who was Job bearing the, the suffering of sin? The world. All the sins of mankind he was bearing. It wasn't his own sin. He was a righteous man. And so when we suffer, even if it's not from our own sins, it's from the sins of others. These 29 men on the Edmund Fitzgerald were a result, they were bearing the sins of mankind because that hurricane, again, disruption to God's universe. And so this is disharmony, disharmony to God's universe. 
And so this is the, the point that we can all understand and see that suffering can be redemptive. It can actually be salvific. John Paul talks about this all the time in Dives and Misericordia, his second encyclical on mercy. Oh, and then um, the one on the Christian meaning of human suffering, Salvici Dolores. The, in fact, Vinny and uh, um, somebody else wrote, I think it was Kosicki, wrote extensively about that encyclical of John Paul. And I've read that. I've read both the encyclical and Vinny in, 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 in the writing. I think it was Kosicki wrote about this encyclical. And that, 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 that Christ, you know, we are many co-redeemers. We, we share in the suffering of Christ. And when you do, God's glory is, is even magnified. So God allows this for many reasons. Because he gave us free will. Because he wants to show his mercy is greater than any sin. And he wants us to learn that suffering can be redemptive. And so on, when we face tragedy, let's not despair. Let's keep hope. In fact, our saint today, Pope Leo. Now, it's funny because Andrew mentioned today in the, in the sacristy about Leo. You all heard me say Leo is my favorite pope. I think the greatest pope in the history of church. That was Leo the 13th. Okay, he lived in the late 1800s, early 1900s. The Pope we're celebrating today is Pope uh, Leo the Great, Leo I. He is uh, from the fifth century. And he's an example of not losing faith because when Attila the Hun uh, was ready to invade Rome, there was no hope. There was no hope whatsoever. And Pope Leo went out to meet Attila the Hun and he was getting ready to invade all of Italy. He had the power. He had the, the, the might, he had the forces to do it, and here goes Attila the Hun, and he's ready to invade Italy, and out comes Pope Leo the Great, and they had a conversation. Nobody knows what was said. Nobody in history knows what Pope Leo the Great said to Attila the Hun in the fifth century as he was getting ready to invade Rome. They met, it was never documented, it was never written down, and all of a sudden, Attila turned around and walked away. If you can turn away a barbarian force at the gates, which many people are saying, Father, the gates of hell. Didn't we just read this? The gates of uh, the netherworld, where is that? The gates of the netherworld will not prevail against it. Yeah, yeah. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. This is exactly what we're talking about. The gates of hell were at Italy's doors, at the doors of Rome. And Pope Leo had the courage to go out, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Attila the Hun turns around and walks away. The gates of hell did not prevail against the church, the church in Rome. And so let us turn to the church in Rome, especially through the sacrament of confession. You wanna stop the disasters and the way the condition of the world is in? Get to confession. If all of us went to confession, just even the Catholics, if we all went to confession, just us Catholics, if we did that, you would not only see the happiness in your life return, because you'd feel the weight off your shoulders and the burden of sin, and now you're in a state of grace, now the Holy Spirit's back active in you, but you'd see a difference in the world. You would see a change in the world. 
And this is what we pray for. You know, we've been seeing an increase. Father um, Anthony, Father Matt, and Father Bob have been saying um, that our live streams of, are the reason that there's so many more people coming back to confession. And our confession lines, just on Saturday when we did our talk here, the confession lines were lined up on, along the whole walls. We had six priests hearing confessions. That's a start. First Saturdays, first Saturdays. If you do nothing else, try to get to confession on a first Saturday. Once a month. I go every week. In fact, I went this morning. Went to go see, get a little spiritual direction. I went down to Chicopee at St. Stanislaus. And I was waiting there in the line to go to confession because I go down to see my spiritual director. And that's when on my phone flashed the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald anniversary today. So praise be to God that we have confession as a gift. And let us pray for those men who died probably unprepared, most likely not thinking their life would end that day when all of a sudden a storm ended their life like that. And let us, who now have the chance to be prepared, to go to confession so that their little example today, we pray for them, and their little example today, well, actually, it wasn't a little example for them. It was a huge example. Can wake us up that our life could end tomorrow. Let us get to confession. And so that we are prepared to meet our Lord. God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.